Hey guys, welcome to the show or welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Lauren, Lauren Kubat. I am recording in my car today. It is 90 degrees here in Charleston, 84. I lied. And I have the AC on. It's hot. Uh, But this is where I could record. So here I am. Hopefully the audio is okay. So you're going to get some takeaways today. But the main reason I'm recording this is that you can find my story or my situation relatable. And to be honest with you, sometimes I don't feel like I'm at the point where I can speak on a certain matter because I'm still figuring it out. I don't have it all figured out. And I don't always handle the situation the best. That's just like the honest truth. And maybe that's you and you just need to hear somebody else who is just like you and falls apart at the seams sometimes. So today we're talking about getting hit in the face, slapped in the face, with reality. So I'll give you some backstory here. So about two weeks ago, my husband and I were lucky enough to go on a vacation, just him and I. And the last time we got to do that was like two years ago, a real vacation. Like we did a weekend vacation and things like that, but a real vacation. Maybe for you, you're like, it's been years. Like I don't even remember a time before the last time we went on vacation was without kids was before kids. Okay. So I get it. We are fortunate enough that my mom lives by us. My mother-in-law lives by us. That wasn't always the case for three years. We were doing things by ourselves and luckily, you know, fortunately enough, they moved by us. So now we do have help. Um, and I know, I don't know, like for me and our relationship, it's important for us to get away and just have time for just us to. And I know there are some moms maybe that you don't trust your own moms and that's, that's sad. Or maybe you're dealing with your own things where you just, you worry a lot. Um, that can be hard too, but I know there are some parents that are like, I've never been away from my kid and they've never experienced that out of choice. Like you've never given that opportunity. Like you trust your family or whoever to watch your kids. Just, you don't ever want to be away from them. You know, if that's your thing, that's great for me. I come back as a better mom without my kids, you know, like for that time, that time off, I guess. And they get something out of it too. They get parents that are happy and they get to spend time with people that they love and do different things and eat more treats or whatever it is, get away with things because they're with their grandparents. So everybody wins. It's a win, win, win situation for me. Everybody wins. So anyway, um, but we had the best time. We saw our friends. We met them in high school. So, um, my husband and I started dating in high school and they started dating a week later. So there's history there. And we went to homecoming together and proms and we went to college together. And, um, so they're like family and when we're with them, it's easy and we laugh all the time. It's so fun. But anyway, it's like we're on vacation and then the minute we land, it is back to reality. Like I'll give you some things that we're kind of kind of dealing with. Well, one, my husband's father, we talked about this on the show. It's been a while since I've had my husband on, but his dad has dementia. 
And so that's a whole thing. Um, when you are the power of attorney for your parent, it is not easy. Um, and there's just a lot there, but anyway, trying to find him a new, a new place to stay, worrying about the financial aspect of it. Cause it's very expensive to have them in a place where they're well taken care of. And, you know, if your parent doesn't have the funds or the funds are running low, it's, it's a scary thing. Where are they going to go? Um, all of that, especially we're raising two young kids. So that's a lot immediately, you know, when he lands, he's like dealing with that. Um, then we find out that he has to go to Mexico for work, like two days after we land. And it's not the good Mexico. It's the scary part of Mexico, um, where you need security guards and stuff. And you have to worry about, you know, being shot at and all of these things. So that's scary. Um, and then I'm a single mom for, you know, for that time. And my kids act different when their dad is away because I don't know, they just do. (laughs) Um, they see him as more the, uh, you know, authority figure. They don't always listen to me the best. Um, they tune me out and I'm sure moms, you can relate. Um, and it's, it's really challenging. So I'm dealing with, with arguments, the constant fighting, constant fighting, basically when they are together, they are basically fighting, um, or arguing unless we are doing something and there are other kids around, then they go hang out with those kids. So I try to have as many play dates as possible because I feel like it just calms the waters, gives them distraction. They're with their own friends. So then they're not fighting, but it's like constantly finding stuff to do for them. It's like when you're trying to get work done and everything else, it's, it's tough. So how do I manage it? Well, sometimes I, I do lose it and I don't always like that. Um, I do yell. We don't spank in our household. There's no shame if you do. It's just, we never have, um, you know, but the yelling doesn't work either. (laughs) You know, it doesn't, the timeouts don't work. If I'm being honest, I'm still trying to figure out a different strategy. Sometimes I'm just like, how can I not let this this phase me, you know, and that's, that's hard. That's hard. Especially when you did grow up in an environment where your parents did yell, right? Um, that was just the norm. So then you gravitate towards that. It's like they yelled. So I yell, right? We do what we were, were taught mostly. And it's just, you're trying to figure it all out. I'm trying to figure it all out. And it was funny because I was at the pool. I took my kids the other day and they were angels in the pool for four hours. That's why we stayed there for so long because they were great. They each found their own friends. Um, they were having fun. I get to enjoy it. Like I was talking to my husband about this. Like there are instances where you don't always enjoy, especially if they're fighting and they're hitting each other and they're crying. It's like, you don't enjoy that part. You're grateful. I'm grateful for being a mom. I'm so fortunate to be their mom. I love them more than anything in the world, but it's not always fun. Like that part is not fun. I want to enjoy it. And I was having an open conversation with him. And when we were at the pool for four hours, I enjoyed it. They were laughing. They were playing. They were smiling. I got to just sit back and like swim with them and watch them and, inter- you know, interact in such a great way. And those are unicorn moments when everything is like blissful, right? 
So, and I was talking to another parent there and it's funny because there's this whole trends. I don't, I, for a lack of a better word of gentle parenting, like we don't raise our voices. We don't hit our kids. We don't do timeouts. Um, we talk like this all the time <laughs> and that's just not me. And if it's you, that's great. And I feel like my sister-in-laws, they're so patient and I feel like I'm patient to a point And then I no longer patient. Um, but there's like this meme that says like gentle parenting is for gentle kids. I'm raising gangsters. And that's exactly how I feel. Like I have two tough boys. They're four and six. They jump off things. They punch each other. You know, they tackle, they, they are gangsters. Like, you know, so they require a different, uh, parenting style because, Talking to them like this is just not working. So anyway, maybe you can find some relatability in in that story. So anyway, um, what I'm doing is thank God for the gym because I have time where I can work out and they can play and it's amazing. So that's one of the reasons I love working out outside of my home. I feel like I get a better workout and the kids get interaction with other kids. And I know there are some areas where, you know, I was talking to another woman. She's out in California. They never opened up the gym daycare since COVID. So she has to work out before the kids wake up. Like that might be your situation. That's not easy. Or maybe you don't live close to a gym with childcare. So you don't get a break. You're with your kids all the time. That that's draining. That's draining. Um, what I have focused on the summer, they're home for the summer. They're out of school is I am, I'm that mean mom that's making them do work. Um, so I got my oldest is going into first grade. So on Amazon, I got a workbook that has math in it and reading and like space and just like a big workbook full of work. And I don't think it's mean. I think it's, I want him to stay on top of things and go into first grade. And, you know, it's not going to be as challenging for him because he's still doing work in the summer. I did not do that growing up. I was fine. If you're not doing that, if you really need a break from it all, you're fine. That just is kind of helping me because then part of our day is like, okay, you have work to do. You know, it's independent time. You can work on that. Um, and if I'm being honest, it's not always independent because they ask me a million questions. So (laughs) there's that. Um, but it gives them something to do other than, you know, playing on their tablet or watching TV when we're home, because that's what my oldest wants to do is play on his tablet or watch TV or otherwise he said it's so boring, but the workbook helps. And then I feel like a good parent because I'm like, Oh, we're working on things together. Okay. So that's one of the tips I'm sharing with you that I'm doing to kind of help me keep my sanity during the summer and when reality is like slapping you in the face. Uh, I had some other notes here. Um, Let's see. I do try to stay busy. So, you know, going to parks, having one-on-one time. When my kids are arguing, I don't know if it's a technique that's working. I know that they don't like this. So I have them draw. So my youngest is four, so he can't writes, but he can draw pictures. So I have them draw a picture or write something to the other one saying what they love about them. 
So um, last week, Charlie wrote, wrote, scribbled, I love you um, to Oliver, our oldest, and he like drew a heart. And then Ollie was going to draw a picture of Pikachu and give it to Charlie, but he was frustrated with his drawing. So I don't think he completed his drawing, but (laughs) that's what I attempted to do. And then when they fight with each other, I make them hug each other and tell them that they love each other and to give the other one a compliment. You guys, I don't know if any of this is working, but it's just something I'm doing instead of yelling. If I can do all these things first before snapping, then I'm proud of myself. And if I get to that point, I try to forgive myself and apologize to them for yelling um, because I don't like that. I don't like that feeling. I don't like, I don't like it. They don't like it. It's not, I don't like it but I'm working on it. So there's that. Um, I prioritize my sleep. I am making sure that I'm getting at least eight hours. I am a wench if I don't get uh, my sleep. Um, It's just, it's difficult. Like I need my sleep. So I'm prioritizing my sleep. Um, I am eating relatively healthy. Like I'm making sure that I'm eating my greens. I am eating my protein because when you're stressed, you produce a hormone called cortisol. That's the stress hormone. And then you end up producing more ghrelin, which is your hunger hormone. And you just want to eat all the carbs and then all the sugar and then you feel like crap. So I'm trying to just get in my salads, get in my greens, eggs, um, healthy, healthy, lean meats, um, fruits, uh, vegetables, um, that is, you know, important to me. And I feel better off when I am fueling my body with healthy things. Uh, mostly, of course, that's my, uh, healthy cereal. That's high protein, low sugar. Um, not an ad, but kind of an ad right now. Um, oh, the other night I so wanted to pour myself a big old glass of wine when my husband was out of town He's back. He's back in town now. But then tomorrow we leave for like a little family vacation. So I have all the packing and things to do for for that. Um, I'm watching my mom's two dogs while she's out of town. So getting them there and making sure they have stuff and, you know, it's a lot. Um, I'm not complaining. It's a lot. Um, What else? So... I was on, oh, not drinking. So I wanted to pour myself a big old glass of wine. And I said, oh, this is going to feel so good. But then in the morning, you're going to be tired. You're going to feel like crap, even if it's one glass. And I fought through it. I was like, okay, no, get the boys to bed and you go to sleep. Get the boys to bed, you go to sleep. And I woke up the next day and I didn't have that glass of wine. And I was really, really proud of myself. And, and the only wine we had on hand was American wine, which they fill it with like sugar and sulfite, sulfite or sulfate. I always get those two confused. Um, so I am now trying dry farm wines, which is imported usually from like Italy or France. Um, this is not a plug for them. Um, I've ordered from them in the past. It's been like a year though, cause it is kind of pricey, but my girlfriend and I, we went in on six bottles of wine. She got three and I got three and then we just split it up. And I think we paid $30 per bottle. So it is on the the pricier side, but if you don't drink a lot, which I don't really drink a lot. Um, and when I do, um, enjoy a drink, it's, you know, it's rare. So those bottles are probably going to last 
a decent amount. Let's see how family vacation goes, which I'm bringing the wine to. Um, but anyway, so, and I, with that wine, you don't end up with a hangover or just like with a headache or feeling groggy or anything like that. It's, it's healthy wine, quote unquote, healthy wine. But, um, anyway, so I'm, I'm picking and choosing like, yes, you will feel better right now if you choose that glass of wine, but in the morning you're not, and you're going to be crabbier. So I chose not to. So that is what is working for me. Those are some of the tips that are helping me when you feel like reality is just like giving you a big old slap. I am prioritizing my, my fitness, my workouts. Um, last week I did take a day off cause I just had way too much work to do. And I needed that. I knew if I worked out, my anxiety would be much higher. So for me, I didn't work out that day and that was the right choice. And I don't regret that choice. So picking and choosing what is going to help me in the long run. Um, and you know what I just said, I maybe it was like hypocritical, like prioritizing my workouts. Yes, majority of the time. But if I need a break and I have work to do, I'm going to prioritize that. And if that's going to help my mental space better, then that's the choice I'm going to make. So hopefully that helps you. You guys, life can be crazy. Um, and I'm sure if you're listening, hopefully you found some some relatability in my stories. And I just appreciate you tuning in. Maybe this was a wash episode for you. You're like, I don't know. She kept rambling. That's fine too. I try. Anyway, you guys, I hope you are good wherever you're at. And if you're not good, work on some things that are going to make you feel good. Healthy, healthy decisions that are going to make you feel good. And we're in this together. We're all just trying to figure out this together. And remember, you got this.